Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russell my hammers there and hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made aware anytime we put new content on. Uh, only a few weeks to go before we uh, kick off the season and then we'll see what happens. So while I'm in some sort of still in a, a, a haze of optimism, we'll keep you going. Um, <laughs> got loads of guests coming up, loads of good charity work over September. Make sure you watch all that as well um, for Iron Supporting Food Banks and also... Um, Steve Krieger with the Islas Fight stuff. Um, today's guest, now Irons United, big friends of the channel. We've had Anton, we've had Stell, we've had Jim, we've had Alf, we've had Rich, and now we've got Luke. <laughs> Finally, have we got Luke in? How's it going, man? How are you? Yeah, last but not least. Uh, no, I'm good, <laughs> mate. I'm, I'm I'm very I'm very good. This uh, I've been looking. For, me and you've been talking about doing this for ages, and uh, if it ain't, if it ain't me that will kind of organise something, it's, it's you or whatever. Either way around, but it's uh, yeah. it's finally come about, and I've, like I said to you before, um, I'm probably changed my team in the last last three weeks, or whatever, because you just you just remember certain things that pop up in your head. So um, I'm, I think I'm good now. I think I'm all ready. Just about I've had enough time <laughs> to get myself sorted and organised. So uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's go for it, mate. I'm how's um how's how's everything been going in sort of this weird world we live in for you at the moment? I'll be honest with you. I I, I class myself as uh, being very fortunate that um, mm. I've, I've kept my job through um, through lockdown. I've, yeah. I've, I've apart from weekends and you know doing a bit of overtime here and there, I've, I've been working non-stop. Um, I haven't really had much holiday either. To be fair, I think I've been trying to just save it up so I can go on a big long holiday for two weeks or whatever that. that. Um, but I'm also season ticket holder, and you sort of get yeah. used to going to the games every weekend, no matter how much you sort of. I think you get used to that 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 routine of going. Um, exactly. And since we haven't been there, you, no matter how much you slag off the stadium, no matter how much the team piss you off every week because because they, they lose and whatever, you do just kind of you, you miss it after a while and you miss the sort of the banter you have with the people you go with and all this sort of stuff like that. So I've been working, not going to football, and that's not the best life for anyone because you, you you can you, life can get a bit stale when uh, when yeah. that happens and you know it's 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 not it's not the worst life you know but it's not the best life either at the moment is it? No, so, that's true. I know what you mean. Someone I interviewed um, 
Simon Pentol, and he likened. Um, he's always on the Stop Hammer Time podcast, and and he likened it to um, being in an abusive relationship. In that he's a QC as well, so it's like it's even worse. But right. being in like an abusive relationship where you just keep going back to the same person, thinking yeah. they'll change, um, yeah. but doesn't matter what happens, they'll beat you, and next day you'll you'll, you'll walk in and make them dinner. And, and it's Horrible, it's, it? it's, it's just like it is, isn't it? It's it's so true. It's like someone also said it's a bit like the last few years have been like going to West Ham is a bit like a chore, but it's a chore yeah. they want to keep doing, and I and I totally get that. Um, and it must be weird. I mean, I I was fortunate as well because obviously I'd never really stopped going really because I studied all the all the lockdown games and um, mm. and for someone you know, I mean, your seasons get older, as you said, at West Ham going on a Saturday or whenever it was a Sunday or a Tuesday or whatever was sort of a routine. And then yeah. it must be weird looking at a home game not being there and watching it on the telly. It must be such a strange feeling. It's funny, it's weird because uh, one of the local pubs in the town, um, I go there with uh, a couple of family members and family friends and, and, and we've sort of built, built up a little group. Um, mm. we, we'd never we'd never be with them during home games, we'd always be with them um, for away games and we couldn't get tickets and whatever. And since lockdown restarted, we've been joining them more and it is weird to see like, like on the stadium, on the TV and going, I'm not there. You're sort of looking for your seat. You're going. I wonder if I wonder if what they've done with my seat. They pulled a shadow over it or anything like that. And it it, yeah. it, it, it does it does kind of reality. It's like a reality check that wow, this this is this is watching football without fans. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. And um, I'm not sure how the players have coped with maybe the, the, the lack of pressure. Maybe they feel a bit more free without the fans always there, um, especially if they're not playing particularly on it on their backs and stuff like that. But um, like I say, it's kind of giving more opportunity to watch games with people that I wouldn't normally watch. You know, if I be at the game themselves, and they'd ask me, like, you know, what's it like going to the home game? What's the stadium like? Stuff like that. And sometimes you can just go, oh, it's, it's, it's all right. We won last week, and then the next yeah. week it's like, oh, crap. So, you know, it's, 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 it's horrible. We lost last week. So it's, it's 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 been it's been a learning curve for me for what it's like going yeah. back to just going. But luckily, I've had a pub to show football. So I can't, I well, can't, is, I yeah. can't worry about that. I mean, are you a are you a crowd noise on or crowd noise off type guy? I'm, I'm, I'm I can't. So this is this is a, this is weird with me, right? Because I'm I'm a crowd noise off because I know it's purely there because it's it's you got to try and get some atmosphere for the people that care about atmosphere when they're watching football and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I also I also like things like a, like a American commentary when they go over the top and they're really dramatic, like they start screaming over someone making a really good pass. And I got I watch like bro, me and brother watch games all the time. And he can't stand that. He's like, oh, no, the Americans, they go over to the top of it. But I'm like, yeah, no, I love all that. I love all that. But then, yeah, I'm going, nah, turn that turn that fake crowd and all stuff. I can't stand it. There's no fans there. Why do I want to feel like they are there in the first place? So it's a bit strange with me. But I, I definitely have it off. And it's, uh, I tell you what is quite interesting when you hear the coaches at the side and you can hear yeah. David Moyes. But you can't hear what he's saying because he's, he's a very strong, broad Scottish accent. But yeah. you sort of know that, that oh, okay, that, that boat's getting, getting a turning off because he ain't doing his job. He's getting, yeah. You know, you wouldn't hear that if, if, if the uh, fans were there. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, it's a really good point, actually. And I think a lot of people who, who like the crowd noise off tend to be ones who just want to hear them swear on daytime yeah, TV. Yeah. You know, it's like, and yeah. just and just wait for the commentators to apologise for the for the for the lang any round language. What do you expect? Know. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, 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 that's more annoying than, than the swearing anyway, than just no. going, oh, really sorry if you heard some colourful language there. It's colourful language. It's football. Get out yeah. there. Have a watch this. What it's like every week. 
it's just like and exactly it's like that's exactly what happens when you know the fans are there and you know they got the the mics and they pick up all the you know the yeah. referees are you know the w word and stuff like that and but it's just it's just as you said it's just football and i think it's it's the same with rugby i used to love it when they had the ref cam on and the ref was mic'd up on rugby it'd be the different same thing game, different, different game. game and they swear but they, they always say sir at the end yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, fuck you, sir. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, fair enough. You know, there's always respect for the referee. But no, it's, um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It is weird when you look at it. Um, I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, I was at the Brentford game on, on Saturday and it was like, mm. like, I know it's, I mean, it's been quiet because obviously it's quiet anyway, but there's only, but there's mm. usually like 30, 40 journalists there at least. Yeah. Um, there was like three on Saturday, it was it was like a behind proper old school behind closed doors, and it was like really really quiet, you know, so much so can, that. Can, I, can I can I ask you something? Did you take hmm. did you actually take a shit on uh, Nigel Khan's seat that you said you were going <laughs> no, to? You, you, you cut the feed, and I swear to God, in the group chat, I went straight and I went, please please say that it, please say you made, you made it better. You probably made it look better to be fair. Keep it warm for him. Yeah, keep it warm. Yeah, sort of at least you know, sort of. Uh, Put some good fertilizer on there, and he might grow up a little little flower by the time he gets back. That'd be you nice. never know, mate. No, I you didn't. Unfortunately, he hasn't told me. He sent me the row, and I just haven't got enough in me to do the whole row. To be honest, you know, I might have a curry tonight <laughs> on Friday and have a go, and just like you know, proper like like scoot down the thing, like shoot down. But uh, I, good old Nigel. I, I half wish I hadn't asked you that question now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Nigel. I'm his best customer. Yeah, he's um, so he's all right. He's a good boy. I like him. He's a nice guy. Um, yeah. And, you know, anyone who brings me a salt beef bagel on a Saturday morning is all right. He'll do that, but he, he won't do it for you again because you just called it a bagel. He calls it a yeah. bagel, doesn't he? I know, he does. And it's true. And because actually, he, he, but he gets them from Bagel Bake, doesn't he, in yeah. Brick Lane. And it is pronounced Bagel. Yeah, it's mm. Pucker. I mean, that's the best one. I mean, there's two of them. That's yeah. the best one. And and, Nigel, and that's, you know, everyone knows that. And um, But I used to work for a Jewish company. And obviously, they right. were bagels. And so it's like, it's, it's you know, it's like to, tomato, tomato. But um, well, one thing I like about old Nigel is the fact that you can't really talk about anything without him giving a backstory or, or oh. the history of it, after, which is good. He's always got a way of telling it nice, because he seems to keep people interested, but it's just, you can't just say, oh, yeah, that's quite nice. Oh, yeah, that was built in 1575, and that's the <laughs> Yeah, no, he's great. He's like, no, he's he, he loves his history, doesn't he? He loves it. And I think, actually, do you know what? Nowadays, and it's, it's, it's sad, because, like, you know, I think people... Obviously, people talk about West Ham in, in sort of the, the past tense, and and it is a bit like that. And you know, so it's, it's good to have people like Nigel around to just give some context and stuff. And yeah. you know, to be honest, he's the oldest bugger on on Irons United, isn't he? Or Jim when Jim turns up. But yeah, I think Stell Stell might be up there. He's going to hate <laughs> me saying that. Oh, sorry, right, Stell, friend of the channel. Yeah, now we've got. I'm gonna. I'm, I've got Stell. I, I stitched up Anton with the uh, quiz last week, and. Uh, I'm going to stitch up still with a quiz in a couple of weeks' time. Why yeah. not? Why not? He's, he knows I'm. He, he knows I'm going to stitch him up, but he doesn't know how I'm going to stitch him up. But it's going to be good. He's going to be good. That's the game, isn't it? So yeah, it's, that's, that's what it is, and that's what I love about this. All the you know, it's, I was like, like you got you know, and obviously you were on that gift of the gab the other day, or, you know, whatever. That was it was, and I love all that stuff. I just think it's really nice that you know we can still come together as 
individual channels or whatever and just have mm. a and just talk you know and it is it's like yeah. no one's there's no nastiness about it everyone's doing their own thing and it's nice there's no one's really slags anyone else off and it's that west ham community it, isn't it yeah it is and it's yeah. and it's really nice to, to do that um i mean you know if it weren't for if it weren't for any of the youtubers really this channel wouldn't have done what it's done just because it wouldn't exactly so it's all blossomed it's like it a flower, is. Yeah, it's like it's like a flower. Just like that flower that's going to be on Nigel's seat come uh, come November. Give it a few months. <laughs> because they're not going to clean them, are they? they, they ain't gonna, but they ain't going to clean the seats, are they? Because who, who would know? Who would know? They bloody, they bloody, bloody need to with this virus going about. They need to get right on the sanitizer. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, think, yeah thinking about it in retrospect, yeah. Actually, they should all be thoroughly, you know, professionally cleaned before anyone gets back in. Whenever that may be. Although I was reading today, Arsenal. They reckon the Arsenal... What's the name game? Sheffield United game? Something like that. Is gonna, they reckon they're going to have fan, like start having fans in at that game. Um, and obviously West Ham, mm. West Ham, Arsenal, ladies. That's one of the test games, isn't yeah. it, as well? So, what will be will be, man. But, I mean, you know. Mm. For my own, you know, my own sort of... Um, Interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens and how it all works. And yeah, I mean, I saw the 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 the, um, the Brighton, Chelsea stuff, and it was like, oh, yeah. Would you really want to? You know, it's like I just, it's going to be weird. Never this, but no, nah, I don't think it's going to be for a lot selfish, of people. Selfish point of view. Yeah, but... no, it is. Yeah, and selfish point of view, I quite like. Not many, I get home in twenty yeah. minutes from a Saturday, yeah. and I get a car park <laughs> space. I haven't got to got the train. I literally pull Stop up it. to the front door. I, Do you know what? <laughs> I don't mind, but yeah, but it, it'd be great yeah, as soon as everyone's back. It'd be better because I just think you, you're right. You know, you meet, it's not about the football. It's about as you said the game with your mates and and the banter and all that type of stuff. And you yeah. can't replicate it in Zoom or anything like that. Yeah, obviously people can get to the pub a little bit more now, but still, it's not mm. the same. Yeah, but um, anyway, we digress. As always, um, on this channel, um, the first question. <laughs> Twelve minutes in, it sounds like one yeah. of Stell's like introductions, isn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah. God. Dear. Anyway, and first question. Welcome, everyone. Um, it, why is West Ham your club, Luke? Why are you a West Ham fan, mate? To be honest with you, I think most people will agree with this. Say that how they become a West Ham fan as well. It's this this down the family. Um, my yeah. dad was a that's a West Ham fan. Granddad's a West Ham fan. It's funny because I grew up with um, uh, two lads who were, who were Man United fans, and and after mm. and you know, I was sort of at that age, I was a bit in and out. With, with, uh, Man United was successful at that time, so they were always on TV as well. And they was all like on like half past twelve on a Saturday when we'd be going out as mates playing football and the rest of it. And after a while, they were like, "Well, why don't you support Man United?" And I thought about it, and I was like, eh, maybe, "Maybe I, maybe I should." I, I'll admit this. I'll admit this. There was a time when I was a bit, you know, here and there, but I was, I was, only, I was only young. Um, and my dad, my dad just went, "Just please don't." Just, just don't support me. You know, so no, it's easy too because your mates do and all that. And I was a bit like, no, that's somebody convincing. You know, they, 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 I'm watching me like win on TV. It's quite, this is quite exciting. Yeah. And then he went, look, and he went, he went, great. You, you love Granddad. Granddad supports me at West Ham as well. Went, is he? Oh, okay, I'll support West Ham as oh, well. Then and he was he a bit like, the Granddad oh, okay, card. Yeah. Out. Yeah. So that was literally. I remember that being it. But it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, I think I've always sort of liked the fact that. My family have always watched the games as much as they can. It, it, it's when West Ham played, I'd go around with granddads or with family members, and we'd all sit down and watch the games. Mm. And, and I did. I thought the only unfortunate thing was I did. I never actually went to Upton Park that much. It was probably about four times, um, yeah. which was quite unfortunate, really. But it was due to, due to circumstances and money and all this, all the rest of, of it. And luckily, I've been able to get a season ticket for the new stadium. But 
um, as a rule. It's just it's just out the family, and it, it's just grown on me. And to be fair, I don't care what anyone says. I think a lot of people will say this is that when you actually become a West Ham fan and you start wearing a shirt, maybe out and about. You you don't realise how many other people support West Ham. That's so true. And and you know you could we're walking down the street and someone you wearing a West Ham shirt. And someone shouts you up the Amers or they cross their arms or do something like that. And 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 you go well that's another one. I remember walking. I must be about eighteen. I'm going to a pub, um, and this this one pub or two pubs. There must have been about five West Ham fans just just all under their shirts. They didn't know if there was any West Ham fans about. And I walked in with my shirt open. Well, we'll take ours off now. We'll, you know, we're West Ham fans as well. <laughs> but, um, you know, you know, players that signed all the time, so I can't believe how, how well supported the club is. That's it takes one, one, one influence in your life and, and bang, you're, you're, you're a fan for your life, you know? It's true. It's so true. And actually, I didn't really think about that, to be honest, because the amount of... We've been very fortunate to interview some ex, quite a few ex-players and, and, and sort of particularly the foreign-based Hammers. Um, they... They were always saying, you know, we'd. I didn't realize, you know, I'd be on holiday and there'd be a West Ham fan there, and I'd be on holiday and be West Ham. And it's true. I mean, I literally when I pack, when I pack, uh, you know, to go on a holiday. When I remember them, I remember holidays. Do you remember holidays? They were quite good. They, I think they were quite fun, really. Um, distant memory. Distant, distant memory. memory. I mean, my holiday is going to be my new floor, apparently. So we're reinvesting our holiday yeah. salary, which I just yeah. got back from, to a brand new floor. So there we go. As long as there it's nice. As long as it's nice. Well. My wife has very expensive it. tastes, so yes. Um, um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it's true. I literally would pack. I mean, I, me and my daughter, we always have a little thing. We always tra- travel in colours. So wherever we go right. on holiday, we always travel in colours because you'd always get someone at the, at the you know, the security gate at Stansted or yeah. whatever or when you get to Dubai or whatever and mm. the guy, oh, West Ham, you know, and it's all and all yeah, around the pool yeah. and it was, oh, West Ham, you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, and you end up sort of chatting and, and, and about absolute, you know, it's in like, places, mate. it Gets does, in it really sometimes. does, it really does. I got into, um, <laughs> when I used to, when I, I spent a lot of time in, in the States and I, I'd go and see the Red Bulls quite a bit when I was over there and I turned up, because obviously at the games now, I always turn mm. up like, we, I'm at the ground game four hours early, so yeah. when I go to watch, I, I used to turn up to the ground four hours early and was surprised I couldn't get in. It's like, well, don't, don't fucking open for two hours, hour and a half, you stupid. Yeah. Um, but I used to get, and I used to wear West Ham, and I got in on the fact that, and I was like, I mentioned what I did at the club, and I was, you know, right, doing yeah, a bit of, yeah, I was doing a bit yeah. of, uh, you know, sort of scouting you know looking at what mm. other area oh come in and I you know yeah, have yeah. a shirt have a scarf make sure to tell everyone how great we are and oh yeah we'll do um it's like the other day literally i went to get my car done i live in hornchurch and i went to get my car done obviously hornchurch is a west ham area anyway really and i mm. wore my west ham shirt the guy at the garage had a half an hour conversation about west ham Brilliant. and then i literally yeah. parked up and then some old blokes walking up the road with his dog i opened the door and still don't sign no one what he's like we still outside no one I'm like, oh yeah we haven't and then it's like <laughs> yeah, just, yeah you know his head's not in the right Catch space your it does yeah. it does um it's like the other day i was at um, lakeside and and someone asked me if uh, do you do that youtube channel and i was like yeah i do and i and i thought oh oh i got spotted and yeah, i was thinking yeah. but i was wearing my face mask right and it's like oh. these eyes aren't that you know, it's not. Oh, those are Russell's eyes, aren't they? It's like, do you know, do you know, know what? They must have been. Re- they're, they're really dreamy. I'm starting to get a bit dizzy now looking at them. To be fair, they're quite. They're quite you know, they, they entice you in, Russ. They entice you in. Piercing sort of bluey, grey, 
green eyes. That's what it is. I mean, that's clearly how I nab my wife. But um, uh, <laughs> but no, it is, and it's it's so true. Boring. But you're right. It's always everywhere. West as West Ham fans everywhere, and doing mm. this channel as well. And obviously, when you're doing, I mean, you know, Rich is in South Africa. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you know, yeah, it's totally. and that's just I think it'd be Indian Hammers in Bangalore and Fantastic. Las Vegas and everyone in between. It's it's mental. It's mm. mental how big our fan base is. Um, it is, and, it's, and it's, it's a bit more disappointing that we don't. It's a bit more impressive considering, considering we don't have as much success as possibly we, exactly. we should do. Yeah. But it's also at the same time, it's a bit of a pity because it's like we should have more success. That yeah. the club could be three times as big. Um, but then again, you sort of think to yourself, well, we're like this because. We we we're like we are. If we were like a Man United or if we were like a Liverpool, we were just chasing the titles all the time. You could, you might lose some of that character, which I'll many which many fans think we have done with moving to the new stadium anyway. But you know you kind of sort of it's, it's, it, that that sums it up. That guy walking past you going still ain't signed no one. You sort of bond on a negative as a West Ham yeah, fan. There's no so like it's like oh that that player was great. That that win was great the weekend. It's always like. Oh, I lost again the weekend. Oh, another relegation battle this season. Oh, well, there you go. That's it. It's, it's, it's always, you, you do just bond on negatives all the time, unfortunately. It's, it's that weak, it's that sort of East End spirit of the blitz type attitude, yeah. isn't it? And I think you're right. I'm, totally. I'm the same way. I mean, yes, part of me would love us to be a Premier League champion, you know, one day. But part of me is like, what would that take? You know, as you said, people criticise it now. What would it take yeah. to get to that level? It would be it mean millions, hundreds of millions of pounds of investment, infrastructure yeah. from the ground, and it's like would you know there was something about West Ham when I, when I was young, and it was always a bit spit and sawdust sort of way of, you know, yeah. but it was like East, it was like the East End way Raw. of doing it, you know. Um, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we've been bonded by failure, but that's what it is. Yeah. And, it, and that's, the, that's why West Ham fans, yeah, I think that's why West Ham fans are just the way they are. And they have a mm. unique personality, you know, and it is okay. unique. You know, they, they, they laugh in the face of adversity. They know the drops are coming. They know they're going to turn up at Chelsea and then lose yeah. to Burnley. But you yeah. know it's yeah. going to happen. And that's why I think you have to watch every game because it could be that game that they turn up. It's weird because I, I look back now and I think the mates, you know, going, oh, we've got Ronaldo, Rooney up front, you know, this, that and the other. And you kind of go, you must go, you must go into a game wondering how many goals you're going to score. Mm. I go into a game wondering if we're going to score yeah. and wondering how many goals we're going to concede. And it's, it's, it's uh, you kind of go to yourself, it's almost like, a, a, this is the thing, when, when, I think when top teams score, you, they kind of go, yes, right, this is it, this is there. Yeah. When we score, we're like, oh, we scored, fucking hell. Like, you know, we, we, we're really, you know, brilliant. You know, let's, let's get another one. Oh, like we conceded. Oh, we've seen another one. So mm. it, it's, it, it is different. It's a completely different ball game. And, and yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, when, when Fergie, I think, retired from, from United, I, I said to... Uh, I said to my mate of mine, I said, said oh, you're going to be like West Ham now. You're going to go right down. He goes, no, no, no we're Man United. He's built up a, built up a team now. I said, do you never get bored of winning? Is it not yeah. like, oh, again, we're going to try? And he goes, no, because you're always fighting for it. You're always fighting for it. Because Man City at them, they were, they were trying to win the league as well. So mm-hmm. your rivals are now almost going to try and take over you, or they possibly could do anyway. And I said, is it not like a bit of like, oh, this is quite exciting, actually? A bit like Tottenham and Arsenal. Like, you know, now you've finally got your main local rivals mm-hmm. going up against you. He was like, no, 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 we, we're all about the winning, mate. We're all about winning. And then, and then City did win it. And he came back to me and he went, actually, I'll be honest with you. He said, I've got to be lost it. But it was like, oh, hold on, they are capable of doing it. 
Yeah, we have exciting, got a competition yeah. now, and it was a bit like, oh well, you know, there's, there's new boys on the block, and it was it almost mm. like, oh, this is this is, and then you start looking at the top six, and you go, oh, this is not just the top three anymore, it's the top six now, and years and years have gone by, and unfortunately, the only time West Ham have ever looked like we'd have cracked that was in you know the last season of bowling, um, and it, it, it's it's quite everyone takes a piss out of Mark Noble saying, um, including myself, including saying, oh, this this club ain't run like a circus no more, which is very ironic. Mm. Um, but I think at the same breath, most West Ham fans would have agreed with him at that time because it looked like we were really heading the yeah. right way. But, but in, in a more ironic turn is that when they had that hologram of Bobby Moore turning the lights off on the screen, it seems to have literally killed off the club in, the, in that way in a little bit. Like it, that mm. is a part, big part of us. The, yeah, the, I the think, symbol, and I the think, symbolism for it. I think I, I agree, and I think actually, you know, partly, but I, I think it's just a factor of. Sp- football in general you know I mean, it, it just seems to coincide you know it's like you don't get even I, I mean I don't know if, I can't speak you know for other clubs and stuff but you look at sort of what's been going on and and other teams and stuff and I just think football in general has become has, has gone to this sort of uber professional level now where it isn't about the fans it isn't, no, you know. It's no, like you I, know when when when, yeah. when when like Messi's available for seven hundred, and, and a man said, "Oh yeah, we'll buy him." It's like, well, how the actual fuck can you buy him? Like the, you know, yeah. it's like, and it's like football is at that level now where it's almost like a commodity. And it was a little bit yeah. like that when I remember when Abramovich came in, and yeah, yeah. and it was like, oh, that's going to ruin the. And then there was talk of other sort of Russian oligarchs coming in and making it almost because yeah. they did that with the the Russian ice hockey they all bought their own right. teams and bought the best players in and go look at us you know yeah. i've got a bit and um and it, it got a bit like that when there was several sort of you know sort of maybe middle eastern sort of people looking after different company country uh, clubs right. and it was very right. much like that um and i just think it's indicative really of football which is a shame um because yeah it's i mean you know i mean yeah uh, uh, just looking at it from west Ham perspective that's, yeah that's that, that's the thing is that you know i can't it's not the fact that I'm like oh, I'm, I hate GSB. They're out. Like I literally, I cannot. The way they've handled the club, yeah. I feel is really, really unprofessional. And mm. it, it's, it's not just me going. I don't like them. Get them out of their scum. It's you could literally research and pinpoint the things where they've they've, they've, they've let themselves down with what they've mm. said. It's, it, half of the thing is their own point. But when people go, oh, you know, well, if they left, who would you want to get in? You don't know because there's no one really that's knocking at the door. And that's what I mean. But, it's yeah. But for, but for me, it's kind of like well. I don't necessarily, if no one's going to buy us out, you can't literally go, right, you go, and no one else to run the club. It, it would be, you know, the biggest balls up in football history. But I, I, I'm behind GSB out purely because I think I want the owners to know that you're still not going to get off lightly. Yeah. Like, like this, you're still going to be criticised. Like, we are going to be on your back. And it, it's, mm. the protests kind of need to be there. If not just to say, just spend some money. I don't care. I don't, yeah. care if you don't, I don't care if you don't want to spend the money. You've got to just to appease the fans, and that's yeah. that's that, for me. That's the fans getting the power back mm. that they've kind of lost. I think over the years, and, and it's we true. Are, and obviously, you can you can see it with Newcastle know. as well. I mean, Newcastle have mm. the same issue. But to be honest, even under previous regimes, four or five ownerships back, it's never been yeah. different. We had no. three, and that's what and, that, and that's what I try and you know I'm I, I you know I I am what I am, um, but. You know, that's what I try and talk to people about is, you know, for me, 1960, we had three of the World Cup winning players yeah. in our squad and we finished sixth. 
we didn't, you know, it's like, yeah, we had a bit of cup success, and but we still didn't win a league with three of the best players in the world in our teams. You know what I mean? And right. it's just, and it's, yeah. it's another change. Yeah. And that's why I like, I love interviewing the guys who like were fans in like the 60s and stuff, because they they see, you know, it's, it's cyclical. And it is, yeah, the bond schemes in the 80s and stuff like that. And it is cyclical. And I think it is endemic of, you know, I mean, you know, you look at, look at Arsenal, look at all the arse and out stuff, you know, and, and stuff like yeah. that. It is, and it is, it, but that's how people vent, and it's true. But fans, fans, is essentially sorry. Is, is we are we are a fickle bunch, right? But we're yeah. fickle because <laughs> we're passionate. We're we're, we're, we're totally emotional. We are, we, yeah. we yes, we we all know at the back of our heads we're customers. We're only there to make the club money, and the club don't yeah. look at us like we're, we're humans. They look at us as ching 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 every time we go through that turnstile, right? Yeah. But at the same time. You know, we are kind of our own worst enemy in that regard. That we're just we're very like, ah, I'm really angry, and suddenly I should oh, see this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, 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 my problem at the moment with with kind of West Ham's ambitions is the fact that I think we've got to let go of this whole cup run thing. Because don't mm. get me wrong, I would I would love to win the FA Cup. I, I love the League Cup. I know people say it's the Mickey Mouse Cup, or you oh, know, it's it's to me, love it. I, I, to me, I, I, I personally, I'd love to win it. I, I watch it every time it's on TV. Um, but football's moved on to a point now where you're asking the owners to go out and buy loads of money and buy world-class players, right? Mm. Players don't come, especially to the Premier League, to win the FA Cup and League Cup. They come no, to the right. Premier League to win the Premier League and get in the Champions League. Whether they want to do that mm. to, ways, to put their own wages up, but you know, Arsenal, just, Arsenal have just won the, the FA Cup, right? Mm. And... They're, they're they're brilliant. They're, they're you know they're, they're happy and the, the you know Aubameyang and Lacazette are celebrating and stuff. But if you said to Aubameyang now, we're we're going to try and win the FA Cup again next year and not mm. really worry about Europe because we're building for the future, he'd probably go. I, I didn't come here to win the FA Cup, mate. I, I come here to try and be in the Champions League. You know, mm. it, it, I came to trophy. But these players don't look at. The, they don't even know about the League Cup half the time. It's like, oh, oh, was it, was it this week? I oh, was it a midweek game. We played Atkinson Stanley at home. Um, yeah, I prefer to play yeah. uh, Barcelona away in, in midweek. And and for me, it, it, it's 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 the supporters' cup, if you know what I mean, because the supporters still look at it as like that was the big one. That was the one mm. that everyone wanted to win back in like the eighties and nineties, say seventies. Oh, totally. And it's not. I'm not hindering it. It's fantastic. I'd love to win the cup as well. But football's but spending money on players now, especially if you're buying them from foreign leagues. They don't. They don't know about the FA Cup. They don't know about the League Cup. They know about the Prestige. No, they, they know about the Champions League, and that's what they want. And, and, and unless... they know about they know about this though, Luke. That's what they exactly. want, isn't it? and that's the exactly. trouble. And again, yeah. and that's yeah. and that is another issue I think we have as it's indicative of the modern game, is you know where that sort of it's a bit like whenever we get very it's a bit like Brexit, wasn't it? You had this sort of like yeah. people had these yeah. different yeah. like this utopia view of what it was in when we weren't in EU and stuff. And that's the bit like what we are as football fans as well, because mm. we get influenced by older people who talk louder to say, oh, it was all about, you know, oh, it was loyalty and da da da. And it was, you know, Bob, you know, Billy mm. Bonds, tw- two testimonials, Alvy Martin, two, you know, Martin Noble's the exception to the rule. And now it's like, if you get a player or a manager for three years, you've done well with that player. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's, and again, we get, oh, they've got to be loyal, da da da. And it's like, well, you know, it's about, you're right, it's about passion, but it's about, and you're thinking, you know, if you've got a new job and you got, and someone offered you the same job you're doing now, but for like, I don't know, 10 grand yeah. more, you'd be there straight yeah. away. You'd be like, yeah. how long have I got? A month, off I go. And that's the trouble, isn't it? And I think we, we don't it's, see it as a job for them. They do. No, that's it. It's because we're, we haven't got 60,000 fans 
looking at yeah. us in an office going, you know, email that spreadsheet, you know, got contact that person, <laughs> get that deal done, get the invoice in, he's got the invoice in, let's celebrate, let's all get the piss up, you know, all done, we had a great day away. It's, 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 that's what I'm saying. You can't. You, for me, you can't compare it to a normal job. No, because no, no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't want to be in a normal job. If it was us to us, we'd have all the skill in the world. We'd be playing for West Ham ourselves out there. We'd, yeah. all be, we'd all be scoring goals for the Amazon. But it, 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 it's in a way that's why you love the game because because it, it's never boring, is it? It's never boring with football. No. Even not, not, you know, non-West Ham stuff. You know, it, it always keeps you entertained. It always keeps you interested. It's always something to. It's always something to either laugh at, to criticise, to get angry about. Yeah. And and I think and I think you know. Doesn't matter what, and it, you know, it doesn't matter what happens, you know, at a certain club or a certain ownership or whatever. You know, there'll still be a massive group of people who will go yeah. to the game, support the team. You know, you know, support the team, not the regime. That was what the Newcastle yeah. banners were all yeah. saying, and um, and it is. That's what's been a West Ham fans. You know, we know it's cyclical. We know things happen, and you're right. You know, I'm, and it's like when you change a manager. You know, it's like okay, well, you know, you know, I don't know when Big Sam came in, and you know. It's, Everyone's got an, that's what I love. Football, it's all yeah. about opinions, and no yeah. one's right, no one's wrong, and, and that's what I love about it. And and that's what you get when you talk interview people all over, from all over the world. They have a different sort of take on it because maybe they're not. Yeah. They they sort of filter out a lot of the the Twitterati, and they're looking yeah. at it from a news perspective. And I love it. I love it. They, so. It is, and that's and that's what yeah. it's all about, man. Um, that was a long question for when you want to go. And that's why I love this show because it just goes on and it's great and yeah. it's brilliant because it just gives you an opportunity to talk. And I'm known, and I'm known for my long talking, so uh, that's that's. that's good. Anton, Anton might watch this and just go, oh, here he goes, he's on his monologue again, rant mode again, Luke. Here we go, uh, next long uh, video, typical. Yeah, I remember. Although I did remember there was Nigel was trying to beat Gonzo's record on the on the videos, and I remember he was he was adamant he wanted to talk for more than an hour and twenty minutes or something like that. Ah, like, so that's my record, is it? That's, that's, that's no, I, be, I don't that's, know what the record that, is actually. I think it might be Brett Beaton. I think uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Who's, I need I need to sort of have some sort of stats, don't I? Sort of the shortest and the longest record. Well, I definitely want to be more quality than quantity. So I'm definitely going to try. I think that's, I think that's the key. That's the key, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I thought, you know, it's like, it depends on your interviewing. It's like, you know, that's why I like interviewing the players because they, they don't want to chat for an hour and a half. They want they want yeah. 45 minutes and it will be 45 minutes and it'll be sound yeah. bites. It'll be, you know, and, um, yeah. but I, I love just ranting on and stuff. It's, it's really interesting. Why not? Um, why let's, not? let's crack on to 11 before you change your mind again. Um, <laughs> now, now obviously the only rule is you have to be alive to a scene and play, not see yeah. live, but be alive to see and play. Because um, obviously right. that would really um, that really diminish people who in, in Bangalore who've never seen West Ham play. So you know it's just like it's just like poor bugger. Yeah. Um, so that's it, man. But you can talk about whoever you want as long as you've been alive to see him play, man. I'm not fussy about formations or anything like that. It's it's it's, it's up to you who you want to, and how you want to play him. Um, so we'll we'll start off in goal. That's usually the easiest one to start with. Um, yeah. Who have you got in goal for the Bailey eleven? To be fair, this might surprise a few people. Um, I, th- I think, to be fair, I'm going to warn people, my 11 is not going to probably going to be the best 11. It's going to be my favourite 11, um, nice. which is, I, I, I'm known to, as well for liking players that aren't particularly good. Uh, yeah, but I like that. That's great. Yeah. That's great, though. Um, my, my kick would be Shaka Hislop, personally. Now, um, that's a great shout. Yeah, he's, he wasn't the best, but he certainly wasn't the worst. And, you know, he always... I think he he was never looked at by West Ham fans as oh he's in goal he's gonna you know which is what you get sometimes with some of the keepers in the past we've had great ones like like you know Rob Green yeah 
and you know a few others wouldn't have felt, but it, it, it just sticks in my mind because I think he's a bit underrated. He was never really looked at by West Ham fans as being, even though he's you know, a good guy, you know, pretty good, quite a good character, but he's never really been heralded by me. I've never really heard about him that much for, you know, being one of the, the, the more favourite keepers. But I just, I remember when I started watching West Ham, um, he was definitely one of the, the first goalkeepers I remember watching. And little things like being in the cup final against Liverpool. And I think yeah. he was really, really unlucky with that Gerard goal right at the last minute. No goalkeeper is saving that. I don't care what. I don't, I don't, it's Scaloni's fault for kicking it back in when he shouldn't have done <laughs> and all that. But in a day, you ain't, you ain't saving that shot. And and he oh, was really God. unlucky not to not to be a, not to be an FA Cup winner because I think he deserved it. I think he was. I think he was a good goalkeeper for us. You know. Yeah. No, he's a great. And we've had him on the channel. Great guy. Lovely bloke. Loves the club. And that, I mean, all the ex-players you talk to, they they don't even say a bad word against the club. No. Actually, one did. Um, but it wasn't a bad word. It was just like it was Mr. Riococo. And he had like... But then he had criticism. You know, there was... There was he had, it was angst against him. And he went, I did yeah. get a bit of ag about that and this and that. But, you know, I still love West Ham. And um, and Shaka was, was brilliant. Loved him. Lovely guy. You know, massive fan. Still really, like, follows the club and... Just a lovely bloke. And again, we're talking mm. about that, that different era of football, you know. Mm. Obviously, and it, it, as I said, indicative of football in general, not just West Ham, but, you know, at, at West Ham, at Upton Park, you'd put your hands to the railings and you'd get them to sign mm. your programme. Nowadays, you can't. Same as most modern stadiums, you know, they go around the yeah. back or they come through. Um, and, and, I mean, Shaka, you know, I used to live in Loughton. Shaka lived in Loughton. I used to serve him at Safeways. Right. Um, he'd be doing his grocery shopping, and again nowadays, yeah. you you know you've got I don't know Lanzini or, or any sort of profession. Mm. They're in Canary Wharf in the part, you know, rooftop apartment. And fair play to him in a way. Fair yeah, play fair. to him. You've got I mean, they got the money. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I wouldn't if I had the money to pay someone to go and or, or get Deliveroo or a Cardo in. I'd you know I'd, yeah. I'd do that. I wouldn't want to go to Marks and Spencers on a Sunday. Um, yeah. and, and fair play to him, but you, you miss that, that excitement, you know, when you're walking down the mm. road. And oh my god, look, it's Pete Butler. Oh my god, Pete Butler. Um and and you don't get that now, which is a real shame, I think, um, from yeah. sort of kids' perspective. But anyway, rant over, Shaq is in. <laughs> Who's next? You go for the yeah. teams you want to, Luke, man. Yeah, I have sort of got a four four two. It's it's nice. quite casual. It's, it's, it's you know, you've always <laughs> got a I do like four four. I think it's I think it's an underrated formation nowadays. I think a lot of teams sort of seem to be a bit scared to play four four two. It leaves them a bit open, but I think you know, I like a four four two. Um I think left back it was between for me, um, McCartney and um Kinchesky, and I think I'd have mm. to gonna have to go with Kinchesky because yeah. he scored that goal in the cup final. He was a he's been a you know, West Ham fan since he was young. Um, I've seen him in videos probably with the American Hammers before when he was interviewed. Um and he just he I kind of like it when you've got. See, I, I obviously I played a bit of FIFA, and I think a yeah. few years ago I did a I did a, a West Ham career mode, when uh, I just picked players based on either having an affiliation with West Ham or being like a known West Ham fan. So I signed yeah. players like uh, John Joe Shelby because I've heard he's a West Ham fan. He's been around that sort of time. I bought John Munker, George Munker from Swindon because I thought, oh, he's been in the West Ham team. You know, his dad used yeah. to play for us, all that sort of stuff. Like that. And I just sort of signed. I, I didn't do very well, uh, but <laughs> I still, I, I still wanted to sign him. And um, I've always like I like that idea that you know, you, you you are a fan of the club. You've made it as a professional, um, and suddenly you get your chance to go and 
you know, play for the team and he, yeah. and he took it. And if he, if he wasn't on the best, you know, I can't remember every game that he played, but when he did play, um, you know, there's, I think he came. I think he came uh, a bit before. I think it was Alunga, Harita Alunga, yeah. was trying. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. thought Alunga was going to be a really good player. You know, to try and sort of be uh, even, you know, as good as him. Or I can't remember what he signed actually. Saying that. my memory defeats me, but it was that goal, and, and it was really ironic actually because uh, I remember being on a holiday in Turkey, and my brother had a, um, a, a dream um, that we'd won the, the cup final three two. Yeah. And Kaczewski had scored. Didn't say he scored the winner. He just said he scored. So yeah. we're all in this bar in this, in this cafe in Turkey, and it's half of the half the cafe is West Ham, half the cafe is Liverpool. And when Kaczewski scored, I just looked at him, and he went, "No, I can't believe this." And he looked at my dad, going, "Did you put a bet on this?" And he went, "I forgot to. I forgot to. No." Oh, no. And, then, and then and then and then lo and behold, Gerald scored anyway, so the bet would have been voided, and he would have, <laughs> we'd have saved some money. But uh, yeah, it was it, 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 that cup final. I think you sort of tend to get an affiliation with those sort of players. Mm. And I'm picking two from there, definitely, because of just the fact that you kind of, you know, it's it's that just that love of West Ham and knowing yeah, that he's, totally. he's a West Ham boy and that he might not be, be great every game, but he, he's got the heart and he's got the love You know he's going to put, yeah, and that's the thing, you know he's going to put it in, though, in it, because he's a fan. Mm. And yeah. it doesn't matter how professional you are or whatever. And, you know, the, the assumption is, you know, if it's your boy or club, I think that's why, you know, you know, you know, someone like Nobes, obviously, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's a West Ham boy, and I think he, you know, he might not have a good game, but you know, he's put a shift, still put a shift, he's had a go, you know, and, yeah. and we love, God loves a try, and West Ham fans love a try. Um, mm. and, and Paul was, you know, I mean, Paul's a lovely, he's, he's coming on soon, so we'll get him on the channel soon, but um, no, Brilliant. Conch is a good man, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously, until recently, he was part of the sort of the setup, wasn't he? He's gone back to Billericay yeah. now. Um, but uh, and again, it's great that they're getting more of these sort of ex players in the setup. Yeah. Just because to keep that sort of West Hamness about the squad. Yeah. No doubt about Something that. Um, all right, Paul's in. Yeah. Who's next, man? Yeah. Right, this, this might surprise a few people. Um, but I actually really like Manuel da Costa when he played for us. Um, and if there's one particular reason why. I, I, went, to, I went to a game. Um, when we were we were fighting relegation, we were you know Zola, we, were, we were under Zola, and we were yeah. playing. I think it was um, Sunderland. I can't be totally sure, but there was a moment we we were behind the goal that uh, they were going to be shooting against us in the second half, um, and the, the players come out after half time, and I remember, I remember him looking at, at the fans, and just stood there and just took it in awe. And then he just suddenly just went, come on, come on, you know, to the rest of his players going, look, look at them, look at the fans, they're behind mm -hmm. us, they're really up for us. And and I've never, I never saw him give a half-assed game. Maybe I was watching a different game, maybe I was watching, I remember I've got different memory, people go, oh, he was crappy, he was, you know, he, you know he, he didn't do anything. But I always thought he was a little bit underrated. He always, he always had that bit of a psycho bit of attitude towards mm -hmm. him. He was going for a tackle quite hard. And, he always, and I think it was one game as well, where we played Stoke away. Where he went in for a header from a corner, and he'd, and he'd gone like he's closed his eyes and gone to it. It's so hard. He's just basically <laughs> he's head butted a defender, but he's done it with his teeth. So he almost knocked all his teeth out because he just went. I'm going to hit this ball. Went miles over. Didn't, didn't even connect with it. But he just went bang. I thought that mentality is brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I quite liked him. He, he, he was. Um, I think he was. I think Winston Reid came in the season after he was bought or he, he left that season. But I was really gutted when he left. Cause I thought I'd. I'd Again, he's probably one of them players that wasn't isn't particularly fond, you know, remembered 
remembered fondly by West Ham fans. But I, I just, I just liked him. I just liked the way he, he, he went about his game. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's. Um, I was quite funny the other day. I think it was during um, restart in. So obviously he's in Turkey, isn't he? And um, there was the the ruck between him and Faguli, and uh, yeah. Faguli got sent off on the VAR, and I was like, oh, good old West Ham boys, yeah, still doing it, you know, <laughs> still smashing each other up. But I know what you mean. He yeah. was, I mean, he was a he was a good keeper. He was a good keeper, good centre back. He was, you know, a typical West Ham. You know, he could put it about a bit, but he could play. I remember he was he was quite a, you know he was quite a tidy player as well. And um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. He's one of those players. I mean, I don't. I'm rubbish. I'm like I'm rubbish at remembering what seasons players play in and stuff like that. I always remember them based on the shirts. And for Manuel de Costa, I always see him in that checkerboard shirt we used to have. Yeah, SBO bet yeah. checkerboard. Do you I know what I mean? Like I yeah, like that. I like that one. It, was... right. it divided opinion, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was alright. Yeah, I quite like that one. But yeah, there you'd always be that, and that's that one with me. But uh, yeah, okay, Manuel de Costa. I think I think yeah. he got picked by. I want to say Faubert picked him. But yeah, he, he didn't come up until recently, and I think it was Martin mm. Fobert picked him because um, he was one of his one of his mates. But um, all right, he's in. Who's next? Who's he going to partner in that in that central defence? This it has to be for me, Winston Reid. Um, Reid, it, it, scoring the goal against Millwall to win the game in the in the last derby we had, then to score the winner in the uh, the last you know. Um, I'm picking a defender that scores amazing goals. It's weird for West Ham. That never really, normally happens. Um, <laughs> but it, he's when he signed, it was a bit... I remember it being the most unflattering. This was like when the owners had just taken over and they advertised it as we were signing this world-class... Um, you know, uh, you know, he's, he's represented this country yeah. at the World Cup. And, he, and he's just, you know, everyone's going, oh, who's this going to be? And... Um, I'll just charge my phone up. And he, and, uh, went, and he plays for New Zealand. Everyone yeah. went, who? What? What? It's called one goal against New Zealand, and he, that's about all he'd done from a header from a corner. Um, and I thought, well, who's this to turning up? But then he signed, and he just seemed to just slot straight in. And I think he wasn't very relied upon in the relegation fight we had. But then when we were trying to go up that season in the Championship on Roller Dice, he was a completely different, different machine. And he, yeah. he, he's grown and grown and grown since that season. And. He's he's been a captain. He's scored some vital goals. He's when he has played, I don't think I've known one player, to, one one fan to go. Oh, Reed's playing today. It's a bit dodgy. You kind of go, okay, Reed's 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 reliable. He's you know mm-hmm. he's the man to go to. So yeah, it, for me, it's for longevity as well because I think it's a real shame that he his career's gone the way it has done. In the fact, he's he's gone on loan and he's just getting back now. And he had, he's had some bad injuries in the past, but generally, yeah. I, I I I think he's done a lot for the club. I really, I really do. Oh yes, I mean he's. I mean this is tenth year, technically he's yeah. still under the club, and you know, and obviously we signed him in twenty ten. Totally agree with you, you know, World Cup winning, well now World Cup yeah. uh, defender, and we're thinking, here we go, here comes Nesta and yeah, yeah. this guy from from Mitch Lag in, uh, in in Denmark. Um, but yeah, no, and you're right. The best the best thing for him was West Ham going down. Because it made him as a player. Um, yeah, and, and quite a lot of people, few players, like actually got quite, yeah. quite a good thing out of that. Definitely, and and they just built up their confidence because they're beating teams a lot. And then when you go up, you look like a better. Uh, you know, it's like it, it's, you know, when when people come up, who you know, teams come up and they and they haven't, and that that team hasn't spent hundreds of millions of pounds on mm. new players coming in. Nine times out of ten, they actually perform quite all right. You know, like Sheffield mm. United and. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, Norwich may be the exception, but they still spent reasonably big. But, um, you know, when we obviously came up, we did all right, you know, that first sort yeah. of like, you know, we did okay. We got to the you know, finals and stuff. But um, no, yeah, I love Rido. I think he was a, a, a great guy and uh, a class. He was a class. Well, on his day, yeah. on his day, he was a really class defender. And that, that's that's yeah. all too rare at the moment. But um, right, Rido's in. Who's, who's next? Right back? Yeah, right back. There's been a few that have had dodgy ones over the years. Yeah. Um, I actually I actually quite like Cole Jenkinson when he first come on loan because he he, he, he just everyone was like it, it was part of the team that had Sacco and Valencia and Downing and thought we're in the top four here we could, we could qualify for Champions League then I think he got injured um, and then the next season he come back he wasn't quite the same player as he was um, but you mentioned Julian Faber earlier and I have to say I I would have to go with Julian Faber and it, it, it's it's mainly down to the respect he's shown the club since he's left um, mm. he's, he's done a lot of things on social media where he's thanked the club sort of thing like that but when we signed him remember it being him an absolute weird on YouTube and he looked oh, so yeah. good he looked so good that a lot of people were going how is this geezer not being not being uh, you know looked at by Arsenal and Real Madrid who he ended up going to for a little bit which is kind of ironic um, he was never that he was never the best Best right back. He was. He was never bought as a right back. He was always bought as a as, as a right midfielder. But he was kind of almost made into a right back due to necessity. I think it was in the end. Um, but he always had a every now and then, like maybe one crossing five was decent. And I'm 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 being uh, being quite generous there. But he, he scored a few goals and stuff like that. But I think there was just something about him where he just seemed to be. Always up for it. Always, you know, he'd mm. have a quiet game sometimes, and then he, the next game he just burst into life or something like that. Um, people might look back going, "How the hell have you chosen Faber right back?" But I ask people now, have a look back at our right back, especially over the last twenty years, and tell me a good one. Because um, because Glenn Johnson weren't giving weren't in enough for yeah. me to choose him because he was he was going to be the rising star, and he, you know he might have got in then for me. Um, but we've had, you know, we've had Joe O'Brien. He's been pretty good um, when he was coming up from the uh, championship and stuff like that. But for me, it's just got to be for Bear. From what I remember, you know, the highlights that he did have for us and the way that he's talked about it since he's left just just leaves a good um, good taste in my mouth yeah. about him. Yeah, really. no, good shout, good shout. And I think Fober was the first person I remember proper doing the YouTube thing on. You know what I mean? It's like you know, yeah, every, now, yeah. nowadays it's like, it's like a scouting mission, like, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you do your own scout like you know, Ollie Watkins yeah. or Rico Oh, I just get to see him on YouTube and there'll be someone yeah. would have put his, his his goal highlights. And I don't remember ever doing it up until Julian uh, and Fobe comes along and this guy's rapping and you know they call him the the TGF, you know, the, the really yeah. fast. And you think this guy and then he got injured, didn't he, in training um, yeah. after we signed him in pre season? And um, yeah, cracking bloke, honestly, love such a nice guy to chat to as well and um yeah absolutely adores the club adores west ham and um we do all right with french players yeah yeah i think yeah, west ham i did an 11 a, a french 11 the other day and it was we, we were doing all right you know bernard lamar and people like that and you know we've done okay with french players hasn't been too many flops which has been good um all right Faubert's in. let's go into midfield just, just gonna just gonna say on that if there's any comments going back saying he's an idiot bit again for bear You've got to have one crap player playing for West Ham. Let's face it, we, we've never had a full team of, of, of good players, have we? There's got to be one player that's a bit naff. Do you know um, what? I think, I, I think Faubert, you know, on, when he, on his day, you know, he, he was 
he was. I mean, you know, I mean, fuck, you know, we put we put Mikel in at right back sometimes, you know, and you know. I was thinking so, about adding him for that reason, but he's played it? terrible at right back from what I remember. That's so what I, I, mean. I could do, I could do that to him. We could do that. Full backs. Um, we've always struggled with full backs anyway, so yeah, Faber's as good as any, I think we've had. But who's next, man? Yeah, talking about Antonio, I'll just put him in now. He is he is in for me. He's, he's at right midfield for me. Um, yeah. Ever since he's come to the club. He just epitomises everything about West Ham, not just in the good ways, in the bad ways as well, because he's not, he's never been the technically the best player. And when you used to watch him when he first signed for us, you'd look at him like, how has he still got the ball, having gone past yes. about three players? And he looks, he looks drunk, he looks pissed. He looks like one of them guys you found, like, you know, like the marshes, you know, after, you know, 10, <laughs> ten parts and whatever. But fair play to the boy. He's, I, 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 there was one time, I think, a few years back when he lost the ball against Palace and, you know, Zahar went up and scored him and we went, what are you doing, Antonio? You should have just cleared it or kept it in the corner and stuff like that. And it was the only time he, anyone's looked at him like in, in a bad light. But mm. he, he, I think he even looked at himself like he was fed up at that point. I don't know why it was. It, it must have been a reason for it, stuff like that. But he just, he has epitomised, A, the humour West Ham fans have, <laughs> right? The piss-takedness, right? The fact that you do, the, the, almost the, uh, what's going to happen next? Uh, you know, because because I mean, like like me and Nigel said last night on uh, Gift of the Gap and Nigel United, he does he, he looks like he doesn't know what's going to do with he the ball next. So how, how's the defender going to know? And yeah. um, he scored some he scored some really really important goals for the club over the years. I think the most important was the one away at Spurs. That that was definitely the most important mm. one because uh, you know you got that in the bank, haven't you? Yeah. Um, but he's just he's just a class act of a guy. He just he just seems to come. In, in fact, actually, um, the season to get older. That, uh, that we we sit with at the games, you know, um, one of them was in a, an advert with him um, for uh, shin pads, ironically, and um, <laughs> he said he, he met him and got talking to him, and he said within five minutes or ten minutes he'd forgotten he played for West Ham because he was so down to earth and so yeah, so chatty yeah. that he just went oh, and after when they left he went oh yeah yeah you know hopefully get a win on Saturday oh yeah shit he plays for West Ham doesn't he and it, it, it was so <laughs> so casual and I, just, and I love that and he just he, there's nothing about him that just seems up his own ass he just he just seems yeah you're right just, you're thinking about it you're thinking yeah thinking about it. you're right he's just he gets he's just got this West, he's got he just understands the West Ham humour doesn't he mm. and I mean remember you and I just saying you know he crashed a car and made it funny you yeah. know it's like, he's yeah. like only him would crash his Lamborghini and be in a suit in a snowman outfit do you know what I mean yeah. it's like and totally. it's so true thinking about it um, the only thing that really pisses me off of Antonio I'll be honest is mm. and it's it, is why he hasn't done a chicken dance as his celebration yet do you know why you've I got, think he has got you've got Kevin Nolan there it's so obvious. Yeah, I think he. I think he's worried about getting sued by Kevin Nolan for it. And um, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, you never know. And now he's in. Now he's in the coaching team as well. You can imagine yeah. Kevin going to him, lad. Don't, don't, don't do that, lad. Don't, don't, don't no. show me up. That was that was my celebration. That's not yours. You know, leave it where it is. Um, and he, he, he's look. I ain't being funny. He doesn't. He doesn't need the chicken dance. He's got so many others he comes up with. It, it, yeah. It's almost like a new one for everyone he scores. So uh, I'll, I'll always remember. I remember the one. You know when he scored in the, the the final game at the bowling. It was two two, and the momentum was going. Everyone was like, right, we're back in this now. And he was trying to do his dance, but Andy Cow was like, can you just stop dancing? Let's <laughs> yeah. get back and get the winning goal. <laughs> it was brilliant. He's just he's just a great dad, and I, and I, and I love him. I always will. Yeah. Be. No, I just think he's and he's he's, he's he epitomises sort of a West Ham player, wasn't he? He, he, mm. he bought him and he's he was raw. He's grafted. He's played in God yeah. knows how many positions. 
and you know after five years the other day wasn't it after five years he's finally this in this position where we really really rely upon him yeah Um, which is good on him which is good yeah pays off definitely definitely right antonio's in who's next Right, this guy uh, is, is a controversial one, but I, I don't care. I've always had respect for him. Scott Parker, um, yeah. for me, for me he, he was the main reason why... We, we, those seasons where we were trying to stay up under Zola and under Grant, he, I've never seen a player work harder, to be honest Not with you. And he, he dragged that team um, as far as he could. And I'll always remember Colton Cole saying, when we drew 3-3 mm. um, away to West Brom, in, in a post-match interview, and they said, How, "Where did you find that? That where did you find the uh, you know the ability to come back from?" And he said, "To be honest with you, it was, it was, it was Scott Parker. He said it was half-time mm-hmm. team talk. He, he said I, I had tears in my eyes. It was it was you yeah. know he had so much emotion, and it, it kind of it doesn't annoy me because I understand why West Ham, certain West Ham fans feel that way that because he went to Spurs and the way he did it maybe that he doesn't deserve any more respect and he gets a bit of you know criticism stuff like that." Um, it kind of annoys me that maybe he doesn't, he's not looked like he should be by oh, West Ham fans totally. for what he Winds did while at the, what, what he did and you know the, the reports I heard is that his dad was a West Ham fan a, a dad was a, a Tottenham mm-hmm. fan and on and on his deathbed it was like a, it's like a wish that you know I want to play for Tottenham to, to pay me dad back and I, 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 I'm sorry but I've got to respect that I've got I have yeah. to respect that but everything about him the way he played when he played the goals he scored, people forget he scored some blinding goals he scored some amazing goals. Um, and if you look on YouTube, West, you know Scott Parker's West End goals. I'm sure that you'll be reminded of some absolute worldies that he scored. Mm. Um, but I just there's a celebration after he scored against Wigan, and he went over to Zola, and it was just, I just it, again he epitomised at that time, maybe not afterwards, but at that time he epitomised what every single West End fan wants to see in a player. Totally. Um, black, black boots, old school, war haircut. You know he, he had the lot, and he was like a throwback to a proper. A proper old school footballer, and I've always respected him for it. Oh, totally, and and I'm I'm so with you on that. It, it I am it it re I get really angry when people talk yeah. about Scott Parker in a bad light because you know he won Ham of the Year three years in a row. You look at yeah. other people who yeah. won, he, he's won that. You know, it's more, it's Bond, it's people like that, yeah. and it's like, you know, he as you said, he was there was he was in a shit team, and he literally carried West Ham for three years carried them on his back so much so i'd see him like walking out and he'd almost not be on crutches but almost crawling out he'd put so much into yeah. the game and yeah. um and yeah no i'd you know in the day we, we, he got relegated you know he he's got family wanted to stay in london you know he's got mm. kids there he's his dad having his dad and it's like fair enough you know we were shit enough yeah. not to you know not, not to stay up and that's unfortunate but you know and he, he carried on playing until until he went, it's not like he went and put a transfer request in like a Defoe or someone like that. No, and no. it really, really winds me up because, you know, everyone talks about Mark Noble. Mark Noble wouldn't, you know, and I'm adamant, Mark Noble wouldn't be the Mark Noble we see now or we've seen last, whatever it was, 10 years or so, if it wasn't for Scott Parker's influence because he tutored him um, and, mm. you know, now Mark is tutoring Deck. So it's all this little circle of life type thing and... Um, and if anything, just for the Parker pirouette, you know, the, the yeah. little turn, that's that was Scott Parker, and that's why I loved the man. Noble, um, Noble was doing that in the championship the season yeah. Parker left. You could tell he that he had an influence on him. Yeah. And, and he been De- doing it ever since. I know, I know and then Deck, passing it back. Yeah, Deck did it as well. Yeah, I, I saw yeah, Deck do it yeah. a few times in restart. Yeah. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. Right, Scott's in. Who's Scott going to partner in the middle? Yeah, just just mentioning Declan Rice there. I, I 
there's going to be players that I'm gutted and I'm a bit uh, not ashamed of myself for not including because I've I've got you know I love that in rice pieces yeah. and you know he's, he's he's up there at the moment for me uh, but this uh, there's going to be a couple of players that are going to shock it's just a couple of players that are going to shock people that I haven't included but it's just it's just my own opinion right now if I'm going to have to pick my my living now um, I can't pick three strikers is kind of what I was going to try and do yes I'm right. to go with 4-4-2 so I've got I've got, I've got a, well, this is the thing. I wanted to include Diamante, yeah. right? Yeah. And the reason why, because I'm glad he didn't stay longer, because I thought what a player we could have had, because when he left West Ham, he mm. got into the Italian team, it was being mm. looked at by the top clubs, um, and I think he was a really... Yeah, but yeah do you know what? Yeah, Diamante. Yeah, I picked yeah. Diamante in, in, in the midfield, um, nice. because when he played West Ham, I remember the first game he played, he came on as a sub against Wigan. Um, and he, he he hit the ball from about thirty yards out or something like that, just outside the box, and he and he hit and he hit the uh, he, hit, he hit the crossbar, um, yeah. and he went. His reaction was like someone had just shot him in the kneecap. <laughs> he, he just went like that, you know, almost tore his hair out. And he, he you know, the game's going against Liverpool. I think he scored a free kick, or, or you know, he, he missed a penalty against Arsenal or something like that. But the whole, it was like the new De Canio for us. We everyone thought he, he was, was the, yes. the, it was the new De Canio the new light. De Canio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The emotions, you know, he, he showed glimpses of the ability. He wasn't always there as a player, but he, there was something about him where, you know, he, I think he almost scored from the halfway line when he when he took a shot against the team, and he just he just. There was, I think, there was a, there was an image where he scored a goal for us, and, and his wife was in the in the one the box room, and she couldn't hold her baby because everyone was jumping around and celebrating so much. Um, and it, it's it's gutted for me. I've always thought to myself, um, if only he'd stayed more, he could have mm. become a West Ham, you know, West Ham cult hero. I won't say legend because that's 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 savoured for, for other, other players, but definitely a cult hero. And it's it's just gutting for me. He didn't he didn't, he didn't stay um, he didn't stay longer. Yeah, no, he's one of those players that. You enjoyed seeing, and yeah, it was mm. a throwback to Canio, and mm. uh, it was just just because I think it's just the Italian passion more than anything. But yeah. no, I loved him, and he had an interview the other day, wasn't it, with um, uh, Russian Thomas, and um, mm. and it was brilliant, you know, saying how much he loved the club, and he really regretted leaving for Brescia. I think he went to, and you know, love love the guy, absolutely love him. Okay, Diamante's in. Who is next? Who have we got next? Hello? Can you hear me, Luke? <laughs> Hello, Luke? <laughs> Can you hear me? Right, my connection's got a bit slow at the moment. I thought I Don't worry. You're there, but I can't. Yeah, That's okay. Go no it. worries. Right, can you hear me? Yes. Hold on. I'm going <laughs> to leave and come back. Hold on. No worries. That's cool, man. No problem. Oh dear, technical. Right, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Right, you back? You can hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Right, are we back? Are you? Are you all good? Yeah, we're carrying on. Right. We're carrying on. Don't yeah, worry. It's, it's so, raw. Uh, it's so raw. It's unedited. Fine. It's all right. It's so, all cool. Um, it's cool, yeah, man. Don't worry. It's fine. Right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try and speed this up because I'm not too sure I'm going to have a have, have on this. Um... <laughs> My last midfield one, yeah. My last midfield, my last one um, is going to uh, it's going to annoy people. I think it's going to. 
I can hear you. You're right, man. You're okay. Right. Anyway, Luke will be back very, very shortly. He's going to drop out and drop back in again. Hopefully it will work and uh, hope everyone's well. Um, we've got the game shows every Thursday for Iron Supporting Food Banks, um, which is really, really good. Um, make sure you support that. Obviously, make sure as well that you're donating to uh, the Iron Supporting Food Banks. There we go. He's got the ticker on it. Um, we're looking to raise £20,000 in the next, um, it, by the end of September. So please make sure you donate to that channel. Um, it's a great cause um, and, and we're really looking forward to that. We've got lots of great stuff coming up as well. Um, hopefully Luke will be back in very, very shortly. Luke's coming back in now as we speak. Uh, he's coming back in as we speak. There he is. I'm just taking that. I've done my bit of charity work. There we go. Right. You all right, Luke? Uh, yeah, can you hear me now? You all right? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah. I can hear you fine to start right, off with, okay. man. It was all right. Don't worry. Yeah. So who's next no. midfield? He's gonna pick, you said he's going to piss you off this midfield and piss people off. Who are you going to pick next? Right. It's, it's going to be uh, Dimitri Payet. I don't, that's the thing. Yeah. People always say it pisses them off, but everyone picks him. And there's a reason why everyone picks him. Yeah, it, it's... I can't stand what he'd done to the club. He was a snake and all the rest of it. But for me... He's the best player I've ever seen in West Ham shirt while I've watched the club. Um, just for pure ability. Um, you know, there, there was a game um, again away at Man United and, you know, scored the free kick from 30 yards out. I remember watching that on a, on a stream and it was a little bit lagging behind and my brother come down from the stairs and going, have you just seen what he's done? And I was like, no, I haven't yet. Hold on. He hasn't. He hasn't oh, he has. And then, and, then went, and then went ballistic. And... He was just, he just, just, just. I, I remember, watching, I remember watching him at certain times, and just he'd left me jaw, he'd leave me jaw drop for about thirty seconds, yeah. and I'd be going, how can a player a this good, be at West Ham and be like, how is he, how is he doing what he's doing, what is, what is, and he he just leave me speechless, and it's just so gutting the way that he's left the club and what's happened and stuff like that. Um, and you know, he's, I don't hate him for what he's done, and he's 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 dead to me and all sorts of stuff like that. But <laughs> fundamentally, he's he's the best. And I'm and I, and De Canio is my favourite ever player for his ability and his and his passion as well. But he just he, from, what, from what I've witnessed, I didn't I didn't witness very much of De Canio at the time um, as I was growing up. But I, but I remember witnessing Pyatt, mm. and, and I just have to. And it, and it, it it's it's really. Uh, it's a difficult one, but yeah, it's got to be Pyatt for me. No, I, I I totally agree, and and it's one of those things where, you know, everyone sort of talks about him and, and it's, oh, I hated him, but he was the best player of us all, and, and that's and that's what it's all about. Uh, I think you yeah. know, he, he, we wouldn't have that incredible season, uh, the last season yeah. of bowling without him, and, Memories and stuff. exactly, and you know, people think you know, yeah, he, where he left, but you know, people also forget how he came to us, which was exact. Mm. People always forget, which is exactly the same thing he did. So he's got yeah. form, and he's done it every club he's been to. So what did you yeah. expect? Same as Arnie. I mean, mm -hmm. De Canio yeah. when he got him because he That's pushed over that. a referee. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know what I mean. So we've got Mavericks. form, Mavericks, Maverick, man. and that's what you get if you get a Maverick. You know they're going to throw their toys out because that's what they do. Yeah. That's just the players they are. They're impetuous. That's why we always like playing Arsenal or whatever because you know you just wind up a few of their boys yeah. and they'll throw their toys out, and that's exactly what you get. But yeah. he had an incredible talent and was by far the best player I've ever seen at West Ham. Technically, not the best player, but the best player technically. So I think mm. De Canio had. 
the technical ability, but he had the passion. And I think you need a, a mixture of two. But Pye is in. Who is next? Yeah. Right, the two strikers, it was going to be Di Canio, right? Yeah. But like I said, I didn't witness that much of him, unfortunately. I've sure, only seen that's cool. Back so the first one um, is uh, Dean Ashton. Um, yeah. Because for me, he was he could have been... Um, how Harry Kane is uh, is looked at now in the current England team, he could, could have been that good type chair. of player. Um, and he's... I, I, I think when he was announced... That he actually retired. I had a tear in my ear, tear in my ear, tear in my eye, because I was so I was I was just so gutted for him. Um, yeah. I, think, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have cared if he went to Man United. To be honest with you, because I thought well, no, well you've always fought Man United. You were linked there to go there, and you deserve. You, you, it was almost inevitable that you were going to go there anyway, because West Ham went anywhere near looking like they were going to the challenge the, the top no. six or whatever. Like that. But it was it, little things like the goal he scored away against Man United. Where mm. he, he was against the prime Rio Ferdinand and, and Good point. he was injured at the time, and to do the overkid kick in the way that he did, mm. then had the main United fans behind the goal clapping him. Yeah, um, so everything about that, you know, and it just 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 the way he was, just the way he carried himself. He's always carried himself as, as you know West Ham lover since he's been. You know, I think he's a bit of a Norwich. He's a, he's a Norwich, you know, boy. You know, he does a lot of things for them, but fundamentally. He's always given time for West Ham, always respected him. Um, and watching him, he was just, you know, ever since he signed from his, from his debut against Arsenal away, he was a colossal. And it was just, for me, I, I, I'm including him as well because I'm gutted that he didn't get more of a chance to be to have a career, which is which is, which is the, the cry and shame for me. Exactly. And he was, I mean, you know, for me, he was the ultimate striker. He had everything. He had everything. He had pace he wasn't quickest but he could beat a defender he had skill he had he could hold it up and it was just a terrible shame it but for england as well you know not just for west ham as you said he might not have stayed at england stayed at west ham for many yeah, many years yeah. on top um but you know england england were quite were crying out for that partner with rooney weren't they and yeah, they he were. would have been that partner probably would have been that partner of man united as well but yeah, exactly. it goes with that so, but you know it's, it's um and i just think it's, it's a terrible shame and but he still speaks really highly of the club um and obviously yeah he did because we sort of <laughs> helped him out you know he kept him going yeah. bless him and uh i still can't look at sean wright phillips and uh, no. <laughs> i turn it off when he's on telly it's really really feels irrational poor bloke you know typical west ham you know the smallest player on the pitch you know, literally yeah. hobbles off our, our star striker, but uh, it is, it's, 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 quite, it is. it's quite strange because I remember I, I think there was a report a few years back where his manager at Crew, I think it was the youth the youth team manager or something like that, said um, they were asked about is it you know was the injury prone in a city? To be honest with you, he said he took a longer recovery bars than anyone else. He said I'm kind of I, I wasn't really that surprised that he uh, he had a few injuries and it was. I wasn't there. I didn't see the tackle that Phillips done on him. It could have mm. been a little niggle that he ended up doing him. You know, sometimes you get them when they just they just knock him and he goes into something yeah. else. He's, you know, the way he plants his foot or whatever it is. But um, he was the most ironic player to do it. But he did it, and it, it, it caused the uh, it was a knock-on effect, and that's that's what ended his career, unfortunately. But yeah, for me, it's Dean Ashton, just just yeah. for everything encompassed, basically. Good chat. And who's the last? Who's the last one? Last one is. Um, one of my all-time cult heroes um, who, who <sighs> I'm trying to think of a good way to describe him, but I'll just say his name, Carlton Cole, for me. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's purely down to the fact that he, he stayed at West Ham so long 
and he was the biggest confidence player West Ham have ever had, purely <laughs> down to the fact that under Zola, he was world class. He was yeah. at times he was he was you know you. you this this was the times where I think streams were a little bit. They weren't really hearing us. So everyone relied on Gillette Soccer Saturday. Everyone relied on the reports. And I think Paul Merson must have watched West Ham fans quite West Ham games yeah. quite regularly. Every single week, he'd go, "Come, Cole's unplayable. He should be in the England team. He's just he's, there's no way you can play against him." And I think the thing that sums Carlton Cole up was we were playing Tottenham. I think it was the opening day of the season, one game or so. It was definitely at the start of the season. And he scored an absolute blinder from about 25 mm. yards. You know, everyone was like, like "Well, you know, this, this is this is Carlton Cole's epitome game." You know, he was on form, scored an amazing goal. And then, literally, I think it was like a minute later, he just played the best through ball to Defoe to go and equalise. And everyone was like, "Well, what? Where did that come from? What? Why? Why has he done that?" And it was like, it was almost like after that, he he just he went, oh my god, he just like his, his form just sort of dipped, just peaked, his yeah, confidence peaked dipped. It, it was that, but that summed him up as a player. But for me, in this day and age, players do not take wage cuts. Even if they do, it's reported. No. They, they, somehow they've, they've got around it, right? But when we got relegated, I know people say, oh, he, he only stayed with us because he couldn't get another club. That is that is complete and utter tosh for me. If a player wants to leave. He goes. He gets his yeah, agent on the phone. He sort of talks to move out. Yeah. Um, and he stayed with us, and he took a pay cut. And he said, he said, he said I think he said at the time, I kind of blame myself for West Ham going down because I didn't score enough goals to try and keep us up. Oh. I think that's great. I'm not. I can't be sure, but I, I think. Yeah, I, I, think I think. It's, I think. I think. similar. Yeah. I agree. But generally, he's he's he was a workhorse. You know, he 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 was like I said. People say, oh, he was lazy sometimes. Yeah, probably because he was unconfident. If you see the guy when he's confident, he's full of beans. He was running around here and there and everywhere. It, for me, it was a bit between him and Harewood. I always loved, I always loved Harewood yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that he was a bit of a confident as a player as well. And he's always loved the club and done this and that. But for, for, for me, Colton Cole, the way he stayed with the club and, the, and, and how he, you know, always sort of just... He was, a bit of a, he was a bit of a character as well in interviews. I think he was a bit like Antonio. Like that. He, he kind of liked to bit, bit, have a bit of a laugh and stuff like that. But he, he was... Uh, just for what he's done for the club, and, and, and he scored some important goals. And I, mean, I think I remember when under Allardyce, he wasn't getting much game time. Obviously, they had that argument about in-game West Brom and all that. But but whenever he was played as a sub, he always seemed to score. It was like yeah. a cup game, I think. I think we had someone in the cup, I think it was Everton, um, and he got brought on. And he said, oh, cut on cold, just, he's going to come on do something. And he scored within two minutes. It was, it, was a, it was a tapping goal, but no one else scored it. He was the one that tapped it in. Yeah. And he was always there for West Ham when we needed him. He was always there to, to, to cause trouble for a defender or try and put his head on it. Um, and it, it, for me, from what, from what I've witnessed, he was, um, he's got to be up there for me, definitely. Yeah, and and he's just one of those. He's just that's a nice bloke as well, isn't it? As well, mm. I think there's 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 not that many nice blokes in the game. You know, it's not that obvious. Yeah, most of them you seem you know they're in for it themselves, but he just seems a lovely bloke, and he'd always put a shift in. You know, as you said, we love a grafter, and he grafted. You know, wasn't mm. as you said, he'd have these moments of genius, and you'd be like, where did that come from? Why are we see? You yeah. know, why is it existently? But that was Colton, and you know it was Colton. Mm. And to be honest, he was a typical West Ham player. You know, yeah, thinking yeah. about it, West Ham were like, we beat Chelsea three two, but then lose to, you know, yeah. Burnley or whatever. And it's like, well, how is that the same team? But then how is that score the same Colton Cole? Score Roldy one minute and almost score an own goal the next. Yeah, that, that was that was that score was Roldy, and then and then yeah. we call him can't control. You know, and it's like, it is, yeah, and, that, and that's and that's why I think he's he's the perfect West Ham modern day player because he just does, he just. 
epitomises West. Literally yeah. epitomises it. But no, yeah, bless him. Lovely bloke. Lovely bloke. And he's, you know, he's just a. But he clearly loves the club and obviously he's still yeah. involved in the club as well. And yeah. yeah, you know, he does obviously the Irons United stuff. Not the Irons United, uh, Inside Irons with Chris and stuff. Mean. And yeah. that's funny as well. That's good. You know, it's yeah. just bad. And it's nice to see a, a nice side of, of some of the players. But um, no, nah, no, nah, it's a good shout. And uh, Luke, man, it's been, been good fun. Been good fun. Loved Thank it. you very much for having me on. I'm sorry my connection died out. Um, it was kind of it was kind of ironic because I thought to myself this is going to cut out when I'm going to say Piet. It's going to be like no, do not say Piet. This <laughs> yeah. is, you know, oh. Even my phone saying don't say his name. But uh, yeah, it's I've, I've I've loved it, mate. I've been wanting to do this for ages, and um, yeah, you know, luckily really we've got man. me sorted out, and and this has been the quickest hour and fourteen minutes of my life. Mental, I've enjoyed it? it so it's much. Mental. So it's it, mental, it's, isn't it? Yeah. How quickly it goes. But no, it's been really I've, lovely. I've, I've, to I've watched you. a few of your videos, mate, and I, I want to just want to say, you know, good luck with the charity stuff and sort of stuff like that. But you know, I, there's there's certain YouTube videos and new channels that I watch, and sometimes I get a bit bored and I go, I go off in a little bit while. But I've loved all your stuff, mate, and I think you're cool, a really, you. um, I think you're really clued up, clued up guy. And it, it, it's good luck thank with you. all YouTube stuff because uh, I quite like doing the podcast and YouTube myself, and I, I'd love yeah, to do it a bit it. more than I can. Um, but yeah, like I said, you're good luck to you and, and Cheers, hopefully you, you get a lot more subscribers and views and all the rest Cheers, of it. Cheers, Luke. Thank you very much. Yeah, we just hit 3,000, which is brilliant. So we're hot on the hills of Irons United. I'm joking. Hot on the hills of Irons United. That's enough. <laughs> well, you are. We're all, we're all, yeah, we're all friends. We're all friends. Yeah. God, yeah. I've, been on, I've been on their channel more than they've been on mine. It's all right. No, it's all fun and games. No, thanks, Luke. Really appreciate your words. And um, uh, obviously, oh, anyone obviously anyone who's watching, if you want to get, get involved, give us a shout, give us a DM, whatever. Love to get you on. Um, thanks for watching. Uh, yeah, share, like, share, subscribe. You know, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're watching it on you know listening to it can't watch it on spotify but listen to it on spotify or apple podcasts and things like that give it all a subscribe um till next time for me and luke take care everyone stay safe that's really important come on your irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone see you later bye bye sports social podcast network step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.